ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the Video Game Lounge podcast, the podcast not here for notes and news, but to talk games and drink brews. I am your host this episode, John, and I am joined by my good friend Chase from the PlayCube Gamecast. How are we doing tonight, man? I'm doing pretty good, you? Yeah. I'm doing all right, man. Welcome into the lounge. It's great to have you here. Thanks for having I- me on. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So I had put out on the on the Discord server that we're a part of that has at current count 129 podcasts in it, <laughs> which is crazy to say the least. But I'd put out a little message saying, hey, uh, if anybody wants to come on the show, like great to have you. And you were one of the first people to respond, man. So I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. So uh, it was great to talk to you. And I'm glad you're here, man. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. It's going to be a great evening. We're going to have so much fun. Yeah, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about Assassin's Creed. More specifically, we're going to be talking about the RPG trilogy that's come out over the last uh, seven, eight years or so. But uh, before we get into all of that, Chase, I have to ask you, what's weather like in Texas right now? (laughs) It's about 95 degrees outside. Holy shit. <laughs> and that's the normal. That's that's yeah, that's like that's that's close to fall for you. <laughs> hey, give us another couple weeks. We'll be down in the eighties. Yeah, right on. Right on. Yeah. That's cool, man. Um so ladies and gentlemen, you know how we get our show started. We gotta start with our two very, very important questions. The first of which is what you drink it. So, Mr. Chase, I ask you, what are you drinking tonight? Right now, I'm drinking Simply Spiked Strawberry Lemonade. Hell yeah. I think uh, co-host Andrew was drinking one of those on the last episode. What's the ABV on that? So like 4%, 5% or something? Like 5%. Hell yeah. And, dude, they look good because I do love the freaking lemonade that Simply does. Uh, Simply Orange oh, yeah. and all that stuff. So. It looks good. So I know that they have strawberry and some other flavors, right? Yeah, I got this variety pack. It had it came with blueberries, watermelon, the original. Nice. Yeah, dude, I bet that watermelon one's got to be pretty dope. I haven't tried it myself, but um, uh, that, that might be coming up for me as a must-try. Have you tried any of the other ones, like the blueberry and stuff? Oh, yeah, I've tried everything but watermelon. Jimmy actually drank all my watermelons. <laughs> Jimmy. Ah, uh, Jimmy. So yeah, Chase is part of the Playcube Gamecast. He also has his co-host Jimmy and Mushi. They are really fun. I've listened to a handful of their episodes. We will give all of them a shout out and give a rundown of the show once we get closer to the end of this episode. So shout out to you guys. And again, Chase, appreciate you being here. As we do, the next question is what you're playing. You just got old. So, Chase, for you, what have you been playing over the last, like, week or so? Just any games you've been dumping your time into? I have recently been playing Death Stranding on the PS5. Oh, there you go. There you go. Nice. There is so many back-breaking packages on my guy's back right now. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I can imagine. It's like... It's like doing that uh, Yoshi minigame where you're trying to stack the boxes and just keep walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. And try to make a bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're just trying not to fall, but Norman Reedus can't exactly keep his balance straight when you have like 100 kilograms on his back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, you mentioned PS5. Had you played it before originally, or is this your first time with it? No, I've never played it before. As part of the PlayStation Plus Extra Plus Plus thing. So I was like, you know what? Let me just download it and play it. There you go. Right on. Yeah, so I have the PS Plus, the extra tier. I don't think I'm going to do the premium, but I've, I've been satisfied with what the extra tier brings. So that's cool, man. Yeah, I'm looking at the, some of the premium stuff, and it's like, 
you can play some of the PS1 games. I'm like, none of these I'm interested in except like Ape Escape. There you go. Yeah, that's a good and one. And buy it was like 10 bucks. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy it to bullet. I'll buy it for 10 bucks. There you go. Right on, man. Um, what else have you been sinking your time into? I have been playing Prison Life Simulator on the Switch. Prison Life Simulator. I have not heard of this. What is, what is this game? It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like you need to elaborate. <laughs> Tune into a future episode on the PCGC for that one. There you go. All right. I guess we'll get more details in an upcoming episode of PG, uh, PCGC on that. But can't care to elaborate just a little bit on why it might be bad. A little sneak peek. It's physically impossible to play this game on your TV. Are you serious? Like, you could use a controller to move around, to punch stuff, to jump, and somehow run slower than your walking speed. But to access the menu, to start the game, you have to use the touchscreen. Okay, gotcha. That seems not right. (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, gotcha. Man, yeah, it doesn't sound like it would be fun. I look forward to hearing that episode if you talk, if you guys dive more into it. <laughs> it sounds, sounds like it'd be a very hard game to play. Um, as for me, I've been dealing, uh, I've, I've been spending a lot of time in Horizon Forbidden West. Um, I took a seriously long break from that game, not because I wanted to, but just because life and stuff got in the way. Um, just school and you know kid stuff and everything but i've i've hopped backed into it over the last like 2 weeks and i've put a solid probably man i don't know 10 hours or so and i'm i'm loving this game it is so good it looks beautiful and it plays so well i was a huge fan of the first horizon and man i i continue to be blown away the, the more time i spend in the game and and the story is absolutely just gripping me in in ways that I didn't think possible. In the first game, I talked about this a little bit already on on the show, but like in the first game, I did so many side quests. In this game, I'm like, I'm freaking mainlining the story. <laughs> dude. I'm like, I need to find out what Aloy is doing and and where the story goes. There's some twists and turns that have been happening so far, and it's it's fully just like it it, it has caught my it, it has grabbed my attention and kept it. And uh, I, I'm hoping to stay with it, especially with uh, God of War Ragnarok coming out in November. So my plan is to get it finished before then. And then my wife, my poor wife, will be a single parent of two kids Aww. for the remainder of the year <laughs> while I play God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a quick question regarding a Horizon series. All right. Sure. Sure. What so you the, got, man? So the first one, Zero Dawn. The yeah. new one is a uh, Forbidden West. Yes. Are we going to go like Uncharted North or Pleasurable East or <laughs> Under Maintenance South? Yeah, maybe we could. There, there, there might be some sort of weird Cardinal Direction mentioned in the next title. You know? Yeah, because this is this is the Forbidden West, and you you you're in parts of the West Coast, mainly like San Francisco. So you can't really go much further west. I'd love to see like. I don't know. Horizon, ancient Hawaii, West. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Just something stupid. I don't know. But that's um, not a volcano. That's a machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So yeah, man, that's what I've been diving into. So, ladies and gentlemen, we very quickly rolled through our intro here, but I am all for that because we're going to be talking a lot of assassin's creed here over the next however long chase and i feel we want to talk about it so before we get started it's time to cue that boss music ladies and gentlemen welcome to the topic we are here talking about the RPG trilogy of Assassin's Creed. That is Assassin's Creed Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. So Chase, man, lay it on us. 
how much time have you spent with these games and do you even like these games let's 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 get into it right away i liked origins i liked odyssey i tried valhalla tried valhalla okay i mean i gave it its own little worthwhile i beat the story i was disappointed by the ending but still i tried valhalla yeah yeah do you remember how much time you you sank into it it would probably be about two work weeks for each Jesus. Game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you're, you're a hundred plus hours. So yeah. Yeah. It's that's, like, that's enough. That's enough time to say that you tried it. <laughs> especially in the Odyssey where the map is just so big and you have to sail everywhere. Yeah. I, man. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get into Odyssey in a little bit. I figure we'll, we'll start at the beginning here. Okay. So, Let's 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 talk about origins and spoiler alert and, and most of the listeners of, of this show already know origins for me is my favorite in this RPG trilogy. And that's for a number of reasons, but I'll give those in a little bit. I want to hear you talk about origins. You said you played it and that you liked it. So give us some of the like bullet points of you liking origins. So origins to me has the best main character story all right you're playing as bayak all right he yes. was like the uh ancient egyptian sheriff of the time like a one-man special forces army going on here yeah man yep a magi and literally at the beginning of the story you find out you're on a revenge plot his son's dead and you're killing everybody who killed your son or was responsible for killing your son yeah so you got that. Then you got the setting, ancient Egypt. You get to see Alexander. You get to see Memphis. You get to see other cities losing my mind. No, you're fine. You're fine. Pyramids of Giza and... Um, oh, yeah. And you oh, find out it. the Sphinx was like some kind of hidden astrology center. I'm just like, it's a good thing this thing's already covered in half. Otherwise, we'd have people right now digging deeper under the Sphinx. Like, oh, my God, where's the treasure? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, man. I. What are some of your other likes? Because I, I definitely agree with everything you've said so far. Then there's the uh, hidden tombs aspect where you explore all the light up places. You're like, let me just go in here, light up some cobwebs, light some torches. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, uh, all all of the hidden tombs and like the the pyramids of Giza were freaking dope. Like, what is the Khufu or something? Um, yeah, something the, the main like one there. Yeah, was freaking pretty cool. Um, do you have any dislikes of the game? There's not a lot of uh, customization for the characters. Sure. Play as. I mean, sure, you could change clothes and change outfits, and if you really wanted, you can have your main character, Bayek, wear nothing but a towel. He, he looks super cool. <laughs> <laughs> and sure, you could control his beard level, his hair level, and... But other than that, there's not really that much customization, you know? You can't sure. change. You can't mi- mix and match different armor. You can't choose colors. You just- yeah, they they didn't really have a transmog type of thing. You could switch out, like, what type of bow or axe or sword, but, like, some of them looked a hell of a lot cooler than the others. So, you know, if they had a transmog aspect to it, I think that would have been, yeah. been pretty solid. Yeah. So, as far as likes go, pretty much everything you said. So, just a giant ditto. <laughs> but, um, like, I love the fact that it's a story of how the Assassin's Brotherhood started, right? You know, they, be, they started as the Hidden Ones. And you find a lot of answers to questions that maybe Assassin's Creed players had either thought of or maybe they didn't. Like you find out where the leap of faith started. It started in this game. It started with Bayek and his son. You find out kind of how the eagle vision started because Bayek has an eagle named Senu in this game and she's awesome. She really helps on the missions. And you you discover like how the brotherhood was formed and why it has the traditions that it has. You find out how they started cutting off the ring finger on their left hand. It actually started as an accident as Bayek was trying to kill somebody 
in a freaking bathhouse. <laughs> like, it was just some of the most insane stuff. But I, I too am like really drawn to the revenge story plot. Like the fact that Bayek and, and um, she, she becomes known as Amunet later, but the fact that their son was, was murdered and they go on this kind of like V for Vendetta, Count of Monte Cristo, like revenge kind of story is just, it's, it's awesome. And you finally get to men, uh, you finally get to put a name to the face of Amunet. Amunet, you see her statue and she's got one of the keys that you have to find in the, in the treasure vault of Assassin's Creed two, where Ezio has to find the six keys to unlock the secret armor. You're like, okay, cool, the statue, and it's Amunet. Well, who the hell is Amunet? You don't know. And then you find out who she is in this game. And then in the DLC, you find out more about her story and that she, you know, she was responsible for the assassination of Julius Caesar and for um, Cleopatra. And you're like, dang, she's so good, man. Um, so for me, it's it's just the story and what it lays out and entails for the for the series. It answers questions, and it was just a fun game to play. Now, Chase, let me ask you this, because this was the first game in the series to implement some of the RPG aspects. Did this like jive with you at all? Were you a fan of it, not a fan of it? Let's talk about, a little bit about it. So for the longest time, there's this huge gap in my gaming history. So I pretty much played Assassin's Creed 3, then I stopped. Okay. Then I was like, you know what? It's been about six years or so. I should probably pick up a PS4 Pro to see what's on here. Play Origins. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, let's go. So there's nothing really for me to compare it to because I haven't really played any of the syndicates or Unity or... It really is just those two, isn't it? Well, and Black Flag. Did you ever play the pirate one? Yeah, I played it on the Switch when it came out for that, so... Yeah, yeah. Black Flag is super dope. I love that game. <laughs> it's more of a pirate game, but it's still fun. I don't care. Right. Yeah. But still, coming to this one almost brand new, fresh, I was like, oh, hey, that's cool. Why do I not have Eagle Vision? Why is there a bird circling around me? Let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right Why on. don't I stumble across a Final Fantasy 15 crossover? Right, dude. That was such a weird, <laughs> such a weird little mini quest, like a little side quest thing where you find this goofy light in a bunker. You have to line up this goofy stuff to get into a door. You get a freaking shield and a sword that don't fit the freaking. T- it's oh my god, man! I was like, r- really? But hey, I used the sword and shield because they were so OP for the level that I currently was in my first playthrough when I played this game. <laughs> but hey, what the hell, man? Hey, I kept a hold of that sword and shield mostly because I kept upgrading. I was like, yep, you're staying OP with me. Let's keep going. Yeah, man. And it's super fun to use. And they they look pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. It just doesn't fit the ancient Egyptian, you know, time frame that we're looking at here. (laughs) I did appreciate that they did change a camel, your primary mode of transportation here, into a chocobo. Chocobo? Into a chocobo. chocobo. Yeah. And you can get several different looks for your mounts. You can get like a horse and he can wear different things. You can get a camel. Um, yeah, you can change the the outfit or whatever that your mount has, which I think is pretty cool. Um, yeah, man, I just, I also just love the setting. Like I, as, as a kid, I was always like, I was always a fan of what ancient Egyptian, you know, like ancient Egypt was. And I've, you know, to this day, like going to see the pyramids of Giza is like on my own personal bucket list. It's something I want to go see um, and actually like witness. So the fact that we got to see kind of like a living, breathing version of this world, albeit in video game form, it still was really cool. Um, and I, I think this was, especially at the time that it came out, it was the most immersive world, I think that Ubisoft had made in a, an Assassin's Creed game. Just like the towns and, and people, the amount of animals and stuff like it just felt like the most alive world. This is what I appreciate about the Ubisoft, the open worldness of Assassin's Creed's because you really do feel like you're being transported back in time. It's not just you playing a character going through the memories of an ancestor or whatever bones they managed to dig up. You are yeah. physically yourself transported to ancient Egypt 
you get to deal with all the noises, all the sounds, and for some strange reason, you can pet a cat. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, so, you know, I've already said it's my favorite out of the three uh, of, of the RPG trilogy. Let's we can we can move on from this one a little bit. Um, tell, tell me your like initial thoughts for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. What, what did you like and dislike about Odyssey? You ever see that movie uh, 300 by Zack Snyder? Oh, of course, man. 300 classic. <laughs> it's classic, man. It's like, what if we did that, but with Assassin's Creed? And that's pretty much this entire game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, but so, so what are some of your, what, what are some of your likes and dislikes for the game? I like the, I like how big this world feels mostly because you're slow as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't one giant country like Egypt. This is multiple little islands all across the Mediterranean. Yeah. And for the most part, you have to use a ship that's only powered by like 20 guys behind oars. <laughs> yeah. It's slow as hell. I, I think the naval combat's not nearly as good as even like Origins. I thought Origins naval combat and the Aya missions, and the Aya missions are really good. Um, and it's certainly no Black Flag. Black Flag had the best naval combat hands down because that's what that game was one of. All right, be. do a sharp turn. Yeah. Get the cannons um, on one side, load them up. Bam. Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much. Um, Here it's just like, flame the arrows, throw javelins. Yeah. Hope for Which, a critical. I mean, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Which is accurate for the time period, no doubt. But it's like, man, it just, it felt, it felt old. It just, it just did, you know. Um, I will say is this. The ship, the Adrestia, I want a Lego version of that. It looks clean as fuck. It looks super cool, right? Like, I, I would probably buy a Lego version of that for sure. Um, yeah, that would that would look super cool. Um, what, what are some of your, uh, your dislikes of the game, if you have any? I dislike the... This is going to be my complaint across most of them, but... Sure. I dislike the divide of characters... Like, in the very beginning, all right? You have to choose between Alexios and Cassandra. Right. I chose Cassandra. Yeah. Like, 80% of people, I'm pretty sure, chose Alexios. <laughs> yeah, and then they played for an hour and go, God, this voice actor sucks, and I'm going to restart as Cassandra. <laughs> that that but, has been harped to death, but yeah, I mean, most people played as Cassandra. But here's the thing, though, it's like... This story is worked around. It's like, all right, cool. We're pretty much just a blank face because we have to divide our time between, all right, so this makes sense for this character, this makes sense for this character. Either way, you're going to go around and sleep with an old blacksmith. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> as either character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're not a. Uh, revenge-seeking Medjai this time. No, we're a mercenary. We're here to plunder, kill, and get laid. Yeah, plunder, plunder pillage, and, uh, and, and, and rape, almost. <laughs> it's just, it's so bad. Um, I, I, so, okay, for likes for me, I think that, I, I really do think that the voice acting, especially in, part of Cassandra I think is very well done. I think the voice actress does a phenomenal job. Alexios not so much, but again, I'm not going to harp on it any more than it already has been in the years since that game's come out. Um, I think the game looks and feels very, very good. Like They went for Ancient Greece, and I think that they mostly nailed it. Um, and so I think it looks very pretty. But some of my issues that I have with it, though, and there it's many, really. First off, it's an Assassin's Creed game without fucking assassins. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey. how? I understand what their kind of sort of reasoning for that is. It's to show that the Assassins v Templars war has been here for 
all of eternity, essentially. I get that, but it's like, how can you go this far back in time? We literally, in the previous game, two years before this game was released, we saw the formation of the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. <laughs> You could have built upon this, right? Like you, you could have moved forward and said we went backward in time, and then some weird stuff happening in the present day with Layla, and it was—I I don't know. So that's my biggest gripe. Well, that's like my biggest gripe, like one point A. My one point B gripe is that you can't right, do assassinations. Right. So, for Odyssey, we're going back like. 8,000 years in the BCs, okay? Yes. <laughs> my buddy Jimmy, all right, he's my co-host. He was like, you know what? Let me play all the Assassin's Creed games. I'm like, all right, cool. How do you want to do this? Well, I really want to play Syndicate, but I also want to do it in chronological order. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. You're going to start with the longest one. Let's go. Yeah, Odyssey, no doubt. <laughs> Did Jimmy so, make it through? <laughs> I want to say he's made it about a fair amount. He's done it. Okay. But still, he's like, let me just start at the very beginning. And that's just like, you have to go with Odyssey, Origins, Fall. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> then not you're the way to play all the way back to like the first one. And be like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Not the way to play those games. You need to play them in order of release, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, like my my one point B like biggest gripe of this game is that there aren't actual assassinations. You actually, you know, you can't fully assassinate someone until much later on in the game after you've just grinded and grinded and grinded. The fact that there are so many points in that game, like, dude, I gave up, like, no joke, like probably twenty hours in because at some point I had a story mission where it was like I literally finished a story boss with um what was the family friend guy's name? I don't remember. The guy with the beard. I should have done more research before this. But um I don't I've I did a mission with that guy. And then the next I was like level seventeen and then the very next mission I was given I needed to be a level twenty two. And I was like oh, shit. I gotta I got to grind for five levels. Like what the hell, man? I just, I, that game wasn't nearly as fun to grind and level on because it was like, this is, this is dumb. I, you're giving me a button that says assassinate, but I do like a quarter of the guy's <laughs> health damage. Like it just, it seemed dumb to me. See. And on, and on top of being an RPG, it wasn't even a good RPG. I could go in and raise hell in a town, burn it to the ground come back an hour later and the citizens would be like, Hey, we got this side quest. Do you want to go, yeah. you know, fetch, you know, fetch me a pail of water or <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. It just seemed dumb to me. I didn't, I didn't, the story dragged on too much. It was too big of a game in my opinion. So that's, that's just some of my critiques. This is a game where you have to divide like, all right, do I want to be a hunter? Do I want to be a warrior? Or do I want to be an assassin? And you're like, I have to use these points wisely. I have to do a bunch of side quests just to figure out what I'm going, what level I need to be at. And you're right. You don't really do an assassin assassination, but you can get real close because you do have a spear. It's broken. And you're about to stab yeah. somebody in the thigh, no less. I'm just like, that seems weird. But then you think, oh, yeah, there's a giant vein right there in your thigh. And that's like the least protected part of your body there. Yeah, you should be bleeding out in like what thirty seconds, a minute tops. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a not a doctor, but like the fact that they were making you a demigod in this game as a, instead of an assassin. I'm like, if you were to take Assassin's Creed out of the title and just say this is three hundred the RPG that better sells the game for me because this is what it felt like. It wasn't an Assassin's Creed game. Like I can not- give. I can I can personally give Origins a pass because the RPG elements were light and they weren't too hard or difficult to understand and I never felt like I was grinding in a, in Origins. Plus as we earlier stated it was showing the formation of the brotherhood. This game man, holy crap. You're just a demigod. That's 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 kind of what it is. I I did not particularly like that aspect of this game learning about the isu was pretty cool but i don't know man 
what are some of your thoughts on on that stuff? It's like you're not wrong, but I do say the RPG elements they have been overloaded compared to Origins. Like yes. instead of grabbing like a whole suit of armor, you have to pick and choose different outfits, different armbands, different little hoods, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this is why I spent a solid hour playing it on the PS5 recently where I went around the map, looked around for a specific set of like boosting your assassin points numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Which involved, which involved breaking into Sparta 20 levels too low, sneaking in and grabbing a certain piece just so I could finish out that set. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Then running it because I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> They're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. What is that? Why is it an arrow? Why did it knock me down to one HP? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that in that game. And yeah, I... Also, if you want to get the platinum in this game, you're looking at 130, 140 hours, which I know a lot of people have done. It's ridiculous. Just, being someone who is married and has two kids, I get an a, a half an hour to an hour like throughout the week and and a hand maybe a couple hours during the weekend. I don't have that kind of time, bro. Like <laughs> I'm just I can't spend 150 hours in a game anymore, man. I'm I'm old. And I'm tired. <laughs> this game is long. I never, uh, you know, God's honest truth. I never finished this game and I never plan on going back and trying to finish the game because I just don't care. So this is, you know, this is just one asshole's opinion of someone who doesn't, <laughs> hasn't finished the game. Right. But it's, it's just, it's so long. And I feel like they were trying to do something different. They were really trying to mix things up. And look, dude, I've talked to people who play this game, and it might have been their first Assassin's Creed game, who genuinely love it. So if you do love Odyssey, or you really do like Origins, or we'll talk about it in a minute, if you really do love Ahala, like, hats off to you, man. I'm glad you're in the family of people who love Assassin's Creed. But this game is not meant or was not like built and made for someone like me who is an OG Assassin's Creed fan who, you know, I was working at GameStop when the original game came out. I remember oh, trying to sell this game to people, the original game going, <laughs> look, this, this game looks amazing. Please play this game on, on PS3 and Xbox 360. Like I was panhandling this game working at GameStop. So like I've played every game in this series, man, and it's near and dear to my heart. This is just not what I. It, it sounds so old and cliche to say, but like this is not your dad's Assassin's <laughs> Creed. It's just, it's just not, man. I, bro, I remember being a freshman in high school. Assassin's Creed dropped, and I convinced my mom somehow that oh hey, you should look at the M rating. It's going to be historically accurate. Let's go. <laughs> And she was like, you know what? I do a good enjoy a good timepiece. Let's go. So I appreciate my mom dropping the however much it was back then. Yeah, 50 bucks or whatever, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, mom, I'm going to learn history here, mom. <laughs> because my mom was legit mad at my dad for him buying me GTA 4. Oh, <laughs> dang. That had to be some awkward talks at dinner. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I remember one time I got grounded because I was playing GTA 4. I left my character in the strip club, and then I walked away to do something else, and she walked in and saw that. I was like, oh, hey, you're grounded. <laughs> and you were like, what, 15 at the time? 14, Pretty 15? Much, yeah. Yeah. Damn, it's man. like a freshman in high school. Holy cow. That's amazing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. Well, anything else you want to share on Odyssey, man, before we move into Valhalla? All right. So Odyssey, I do enjoy the side stories on it. Sure. Each one of them has its own little rank story. That's a plus. Another one is they moved really heavily away from the realism stuff. Yeah. Almost every Assassin's Creed before that. 
based in real life. You couldn't even tell if something was fake or something was straight from the minds of the writer or just something that was real. That was scary. That was especially more true in Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But in Odyssey, they were like, you know what? Let's lean heavy into mythical. Let's have people infected with these artifacts and turn into like Medusa or the Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. Those were fun boss battles. Overall, it's like if you have the time to play this game, you should play this game. I had the time to play this game back in 2020 when work was slow. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thank you, pandemic. <laughs> I was like, sure, why not? I'm not doing anything. Let's just keep playing for days on end. Um, did you find all of the uh, like the cultists and stuff that you had to track down? So yes. Some of those missions were kind of fun. I, w- I will give the game that. Some of them were pretty fun. But I feel like, and, and the game doesn't explicitly tell you this, but I feel like the game almost wants you to do the like family storyline and the cultists like interchangeably. And I've, I've read, oh, there you go. Go ahead. We're going to leave that in. That's awesome. Um, oh, that's the blueberry one. You got to let me know. Oh, yeah. Does that, does that taste good? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, like they almost want you to play those things interchangeably. And I haven't actually read anything from Ubisoft saying if this is true or not, but I've read online through like Reddit and subreddits that if you do the family storyline, like the main storyline and the cultists like interchangeably, you level up like fairly decently and you don't have to grind as much. So that might get me back into playing this game maybe if i have some spare time just to kind of test that theory out but i do think some of the cultist stuff was pretty cool what did you think about the cultists all right so the cultists are fun because you just be like all right cool i have all these clues let's go find somebody but the yeah path, but the best part is when you go off mission where you just explore the map you find like some random hideout and you're like all right let me just clear out everyone here because you're a demigod and you just kill everybody Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you have the Pilgrim set, which boosts the uh, Shadow of Nox, where you can walk around invis- invisible the entire time, yeah. not waste any of your magic meter or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And so you just assassinate people, assassinate people, stab them in the leg, stab them in the leg. And you just kill a random cultist, and you don't even know it, and it's like, oh, hey, confirmed a kill. I'm like, right. What? Well, that All happened. right, cool. <laughs> oh, hey, you're like the main leader too? Ah, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I definitely like walked, you know, ass backwards into some of those like deaths too, where it was like, oh, you know, I don't think I did the inv- uh, the invisibility thing that you were talking about, but it was like, hey, I'm just going to unleash this really cool, powerful move that, you know, knocks everybody down and they just do a little stabby stab while they're on the ground. And it was like, oh, hey, you killed the guy. And it was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you know it was almost like playing call of duty like kill confirm you're like oh shit okay that's cool um so yeah yeah some of some of those missions were pretty tight there's a uh, something badass about walking into a fort using your recon hawk eagle up in the sky and be like yeah i'm gonna mark you i'm gonna mark you i'm gonna mark you and just systematically work your way through the fort killing everybody yeah yeah, that's that's some cool, you know, I like strategizing that way. And Origins had that too, because you could see like, and that's how a lot of the forts were checked off on the map, like in Origins, we didn't talk about that. But like, you'd send your eagle up and you'd see like, okay, there's 20 dudes, there's one commander and then two captains and you have to kill the captain, the two, or, you know, the two captains, the commander, and also find three or four treasures in each fort. And then that would be, unlocked or whatever and so odyssey had that too and some of those missions were kind of cool i i liked being able to kind of plan my route and then if i died like okay well what happens if i go to this other entrance and try from over there or something like that so you know there were some some moments where you could strategize and and kind of play the way you wanted to which was which made it fun so right on man um let's let's move on to valhalla which For me, (laughs) 
might be my least favorite out of the three, if I'm being honest. But we'll get to me in a minute. What are, what are some of your thoughts on Valhalla? Assassin's Creed Valhalla is the greatest Viking game you can ever play. <laughs> <laughs> it paints the picture of what it's like in a medieval Britain. Yeah. And it paints the picture of what would happen if I raid a church for their supplies. <laughs> right. That's what it does well. Yeah. It's not a good Assassin's Creed game. But did you like the fact that they brought back social stealth? Like, I they at least tried. It doesn't feel, to me, it doesn't feel nearly as good as some of the older games. <laughs> I didn't even know social stealth was a, a thing in Valhalla. Yeah. It sort of kind of is. It's just, it's broken. They didn't program it right. Um, yeah. So what what are some of your other thoughts as far as Valhalla? I think you hit the nail on the head, though. <laughs> it's the best Viking game. <laughs> Location is great. The visual is great. There's something about taking your group of uh, 15 to 30 Vikings along this tiny river in your very long boat. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking around, be like, I spy a church in the distance, time to go pillage and plunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that aspect. I think the voice acting in this game is also pretty well done. I, I don't have many complaints uh, as far as that goes. And and like you said, like I think visually, this game is very stunning to play and look at. I think they did a really great job with this game. Again. It's a big ass map, and I feel like spend a lot of time in a boat or on a horse. And it's like there, there, there are times where it just feels like I could freaking make myself dinner and come back, and I'm still riding to my objective. It's just, it's, it's so huge. But like one of the things that I like about it and what it could represent in the series moving forward is this game marks the first time other than any of the previous sequels, i.e. the Ezio trilogy, where they actually went back to a location they've already been. And you may be asking yourselves, John, what the hell are you talking about? Well, Syndicate takes place in England. (laughs) Valhalla takes place in England, albeit, you know, a thousand years prior, but it gives me hope it gives me hope, Chase, that we might go back to Origins or we might eventually have like something with Edward Kenway in Assassin's Creed 4 or Adewale from Assassin's Creed 4. I know we already had Freedom Cry, but like we could maybe potentially go back to a previous game that was really, really good. So that's those are the things that I like. I like that they also brought back some of the bows and arrows that were in this game, but I still think the bow and arrow combat out of these three games, I think is best done in origins. The predator bows are so OP. It's insane. I can headshot someone from 2000 yards away and it feels awesome. When you finally unlock the ability to hold the R2 button down or right trigger button down on Xbox and just control how the arrow moves. (laughs) Dude, that's so cool. It's like wanted except instead of curving a bull, you're curving an arrow. Yeah, it, and it's so fun, man. It's so fun. So I like that they at least brought the bows back. They they feel pretty good. They aren't nearly as strong as they were in Origins, but I think that they tried. Um, I, again, I feel like this game is just really big. It focused very heavily on the Isu, which I think is cool. I just... I don't know. It's weird I, when they, they get, tie... Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, man. It's weird when they tie in the Isu to like real life nor like Greek, like the gods and goddesses of different cultures. Yeah. It it was a mixture of like Greek and Nordic stuff. And it was okay. It just, it kind of lost me. And again, this game is just so bleeding long. If you just did the main story, you're looking at like 80 hours. I'm like, if I'm, if I'm signing up for a final fantasy game, that's what I expect. But this is (laughs) Assassin's Creed, man. Like I can play any prior game in the series and finish it. And, you know, the, especially like the first game, you can finish in like eight or 10 hours. <laughs> like you're normally spending like 20 hours max in an Assassin's Creed game. 
this this game and Odyssey just felt too bleeding long. Again, these are not the Assassin's Creed games meant for me, man. This game just carries on way too long, in my opinion. At least it's Assassins, though. Like unlike yeah. Odyssey. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you get the hidden blade, even though you wear it on the other side now, so you don't cut yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah that was kind of weird that was kind of weird but it's like i I understand what they what they're saying about that um are you interested in any of the dlc have you played any of it i'm not that interested in the dlc because i tried to get into the uh to the norse god side of it and i'm just like i'm bored let me just go back to london (laughs) yeah yeah i think some of the tower aspects of it are pretty cool uh, the the Norse stuff to me feels like they're cashing in on the success that is God of War and the fact that that dealt with the Norse mythology a little bit. It just kind of was like, okay, you guys saw this like super mega hit in God of War and like, let's just have all the same characters. And it's like, I don't know. I'm just speculating here, but I, I didn't have nearly as much fun in this game as I was hoping for. I just... I don't know, man. I feel like for me and to for me to continue to be in on this series, they need to go back to what some of the original games were, like uh-huh. leading, especially up to like Black Flag. But that said, some of the games that they announced, like this newest one that might be, co- I, I don't remember if they've given a release date or not, but the one called Assassin's Creed Mirage, where you're in. Um, I think that's supposed to be like either March or May. Yeah, where you're in what it, it's Iraq and Iran, I think, right? Like yeah. you're six, dude. That looks super cool. And you're they've come like, out uh, and said that you're in like uh, 1800s Baghdad. Right? Yeah, sorry. which 800s Baghdad? 800 Baghdad. Yeah, which looks super dope, man. I'm in on this game, and they've already come out and said there's no like like present day segments or whatever, which I'm kind of cool because I think the the Layla. Hassan like stuff has kind of been played out for me. Um, if you haven't played Valhalla, there is a payoff to some of the earlier games. A character comes back. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to ruin that for you if you haven't played it. But um, if you know, you know. Um, so I I think that game looks really cool. I I might be in on that game. But the what is it? And the- plus, it's a callback to the original Assassin's Creed. It's not going to be a hundred hour slugfest just to get through it. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. So I, I think that they're, I think that game might be for me in some of the more old school like Assassin's Creed games. Like some of the other ones that they announced, the one where you're in feudal Japan. I remember like in our Discord, someone made a joke of like, oh man, I remember when that game was called Ghost of Tsushima. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. It's probably what that game is going to feel like because that game was awesome. I love Ghost. It's one of my favorite games. Um, so. I don't know. I I hope that I I don't know what Ubisoft's really plan is for the future, but I hope that they kind of listen to their fans across the entire fan base. There are some of the old heads like me who like the original games. There are a lot of new people that came into the series because of them being RPGs, right? And so there are people who played Origins and Odyssey and Valhalla who never played any of the prior games. Right. So the fact that they are RPGs by nature, like got new fans into the series. So I won't deny that. But it's if you only continue making those styles of games, the RPG games, you're going to lose the people who have been fans of the series from the beginning. So do you have any thoughts on any any of that stuff, Chase? It's like the I do appreciate their plan to branch out because the Japan part is supposed to be like a heavy modern day RPG kind of thing. Yeah, the Mirage is a traditional throwback. So if they keep going along that path where one of them's going to be a $70 and the other's going to be about a $50 game, I can see this going along for a lot, a lot longer and they'll have a lot more, more variety of places to go to. They could easily just keep this going and pick a map, pick a time period. Let's just throw darts onto a wall and see where we can go from here. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it almost feels like they're going to try and, and like, combat, like, 
Call of Duty in a way, where it's like, all right, we're going to have like three different teams, just like Call of Duty has, you know, Treyarch and and all those things, and be like, okay, well, this is going to be the Black Ops of this year, and this is going to be the Modern Warfare coming out the next year, and you don't have to play one, but you can play the, you know, it's. I feel like that's almost kind of like what you Ubisoft's kind of doing right now. Uh, it's just kind of like what it feels like, but um, I don't know. I I'm I'm in on Mirage. I think that it it could be a it could be a good game and just what they've shown of it looks really freaking cool. So, uh, yeah, we totally just stopped like talking about, talked about Valhalla, but, uh, was there anything, let's, we can circle back for just a quick second. Was there anything else on Valhalla you wanted to share or talk about? All right. I have something about the, uh, characters overall, but I'm going to save that for after this one, but sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Valhalla. They were like, you know what? Let's just, uh, Let's just take all those RPG emblems and just trim all the fat down. You don't have to pick yeah. up weapons every five seconds. You don't have to change your armor every two seconds. Yeah. They're like, here's a broken sword. Here's a busted chest piece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I appreciate that. But also, I have to solve all these puzzles just to get like a working set going. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah i think that they were trying to fix like the the amount of loot and stuff that you got like they were they were they saw the amount of complaints people had for odyssey and i think they were trying to fix it in valhalla but it just i think their heart was in the right place it just didn't work from a actual like technological standpoint so um also i do appreciate the uh tattoo accuracy you can get for your characters that's i thought that was pretty, pretty cool yeah that's pretty dope the intensity of it and everything um i thought that was pretty cool too yeah i, I agree i agree with you but the whole the whole uh company executive meddling that took part in all three of these games is just a lot stranger when you think about it because assassin's creed origins Bayek was supposed to die halfway through the story you're supposed to play as Anya for the other half. Yeah. But they're like, nah, we can't do that just yet. We're going to just keep Bayek alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, sure, okay, cool. Then for Origins, sorry, then for Odyssey, they're like, we want Cassandra to be the main character. You can't do that. Why? Nobody's going to play as a girl. Alexios, you're getting shoehorned in right now. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, and then everyone stopped playing as Alexios. <laughs> then they were like, you know what? Fuck it. You're Eivor. You're either a guy or a girl. It just fluctuates depending on the cutscene. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, we gave up at the very end. We were like, you know what? Let's just not worry about it. These aren't two separate people. These are the same person. Yeah. Pretty much. And the whole fact that your character is supposed to be the uh, reincarnation of Mr. Wednesday Odin himself. And you're just like, why is this even an option? You're already a named after a rings. It's not like you have. Uh, it's not like you have uh, Queen Elizabeth getting reincarnated as uh, a young newborn in Australia. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> newborn boy. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, I get it. I got you. So. It's like, we want this. We want to do this, but we can't do this. So we're just going to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Everyone can be anyone they want to be. <laughs> oh, but in that cutscene, you're a girl. Deal with it. Yeah, it, it seems weird. I, f I feel like, I, I feel like no matter what, if you're going to tell the story the way that you're going to tell it, like you should have the option to choose if you want to play as the man or the woman character. That doesn't matter to me. Um, I played as Cassandra because I mostly hated Alexios, but then Cassandra was a <laughs> badass and she was awesome. But then you, you find out at the end of the game that like you're, um, oh God, was it the Eagle Vision? Like you, part of your demigodness comes from Cassandra. And then the other part of it comes from Alexios. And you're like, okay, so why couldn't it just been that one of them has, you know, no matter which one you chose, your power came from, your demigod stuff came from no matter which one. It, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. It just felt like kind of a shoehorn thing. In. Like, I mean, it's I not even know. hard. They're siblings. They have equal genetics. 
Supposedly. They should, you would think, right? <laughs> you would think. I, I I don't know. It just seemed weird. But um, I don't know. There, there's so uh, let me ask you this. Uh, two questions, and and uh, we'll kind of start wrapping up here, I guess. Um, if you if you were if we're circling back to the RPG trilogy here, how would you rank those three games? I know how I would. I would rank this Odyssey Origins. And at a very, very, very far distant 50 place, Valhalla. Wow. Wow. Okay. So Odyssey, Odyssey above Origins. Okay. I can respect that. No worries. Yeah. I think for me, it's, I know when we were talking about it a little, just a little bit earlier, I said Valhalla last. I, Origins is one for me. And I think damn near every other Assassin's Creed game. And then I'll just, I'll bury Odyssey and Valhalla under, you know, six pounds of shit and uh, just just forget them. <laughs> forget they exist. They're not they're not meant for me. They just aren't. Anyway, I what are your the second question I had for you was, was going to be this. What are your what are your thoughts and or hopes for like the future of Assassin's Creed and what you want out of the series moving forward? Like, are you genuinely excited for some of the stuff that they announced or do you want to see something else? Like, where, where are you at with some of that stuff? I want to see the world as it is up in 2022 or wherever year it's supposed to be over there in this game world. Yeah. Because right now you have a bunch of side stories that remotely kind of tie together. If you read emails in the game where you're just like, yeah, yeah. I want to spend time reading emails. I just want to see what's going on. Why can't I have like a camera on the field view of this stuff? Yeah. But no, you're stuck in a cave. <laughs> yeah, I I can dig that, man. It kind of goes back to like the the rule of uh, movies, right? Show, don't tell me. So you're you're telling me in the form of these email stories, and there's a metric shit ton of them. So, like, let me play some of this. Some of the, the some of the emails and things that you read, even in like Origins, where um, you have email correspondence with the Abstergo employees like man this would be cool there's kind of like a espionage stealth aspect to some of this like put me in abstergo give me like like you said like present day nameless faceless abstergo employee who's there hacking stuff and and supplying information to the assassins and then oh maybe there's a plot twist and actually you're just pretending to be with the assassins a la lucy stillman or something like that like that's um, still a tragedy to that character i know dude i know <laughs> oh what happened but, Kristen Bell wanted more money let's just kill her off hey I still think it paid off and that that was so that was the ending of Brotherhood I still think that it's one of the best cliffhangers I've ever played in a video game though oh, like, yeah. was, I thought I thought it was very well done I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool um, yeah I, so I, I'm with you I'd kind of like to see like I'd like to see a good present day story um i would love for them and i mentioned this god i'm in so many discord communities i forget (laughs) where i mentioned this man um i was talking with oh i think it was andrew from the friendly neighborhood gamers andrew if you're listening what's up brother um where i would love to see them they there was a bit in syndicate where you played a mission that was set in World War One, and you actually got to like talk with Winston Churchill. I would love to see something in the in the World Wars, whether it's one or two, where it's like assassins and you're with the Allied powers or something like that. I think that would be super dope. And they they've they've said for years that they're never going to do like World War Two, but so many fans are have been clamoring for something during the world wars i think that'd be really cool to see something like that hey, like can you imagine like an assassin like airplane mission where you're just like bombing <laughs> shit like uh, that would sure. be so fun uh, i'm just saying i i would buy that game i would play that game hey if they're doing a feudal japan you can always hold out hope that they're going to be like you're in paris france 1940s resistance going on here. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, like I mean, w- we were already in France with Unity, which I, you know, I've played that game post-launch, and I think it's they've worked out all the bugs. I think that game might have like 
top two or three parkour for the entire series. The parkour in Unity is is solid, and it's so good. Um, that game was just bogged down with a map full of a metric crap ton of icons. My God, that... And it's not even that big. It's just like, it's like the opposite of Odyssey and Valhalla, where you have a huge map and an icon every like 900 miles. Unity's map was a icon every nine centimeters. It was just like overbearing as hell. But I digress. That game, that game's parkour was really fun. So I don't know. I, I'm like I said about Valhalla, I hope maybe we get to go back to a world and some characters we've already seen before. And them going and doing Valhalla and going back to England, I think is might be a stepping stone into that. So, um, I mean, are, are you interested before with uh, Origins and Brotherhood because you had like one little mission in Origins where you're playing as Aya, you're in Rome, you're here to assassinate Julius Caesar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you go back into Brotherhood, and it's just like, however many years. You're already at the downfall of Rome. It's already the Italian Vatican Church. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good point. Good point. I do love Brotherhood, man. That, for the longest time, was my favorite in the series. And, like, I don't know why they didn't keep this mechanic. How do you have the mechanic that you're playing the game and you can hold L2 and you call your assassin's friends to help you just (laughs) eliminate everybody? Dude, that is a dope ass mechanic. How do you not keep that? <laughs> the the ability to to recruit them, train them, and send them on missions to get XP and then to actually use them in combat, that is so cool. How did we not get more of that? that was <laughs> That's like what I want to see that. Of Brotherhood and Revelations. Yes, man. Yes, you're preached to the choir here, dude. Hell yeah. Like those games were infinitely better for that one mechanic alone. Like again, I mean, I, I love those games regardless, even if they didn't have it, like obviously Assassin's Creed two didn't have it, but I mean, man, I would play the Ezio trilogy over most of the games. Not that I hate all of them, but it's (laughs) that, that assassins button where it was just a button for your assassins was so freaking cool, man. I love that. We need more of that. (laughs) We need more of that. Hey, so. we might get that with Mirage, all right? Because no longer you're a lone assassin trying to figure out what's going on here. Mirage, you yeah. actually feel, looks like you're part of a brotherhood. It looks like it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, 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 dude, I'd be so happy if they brought that back. I think that would be so much fun. So. Man, we've talked a lot of Assassin's Creed here, man. We're going to like 40 minutes talking Assassin's Creed. This has been a great conversation, man. Um, so I, I want to thank you for coming on. And I want to give the last like, you know, however many minutes here. Let's let's talk about PlayCube, man. Give us give us a rundown of what you guys do on your show. All right. So I'm with the PlayCube Gamecast. I'm with my co-host, Jimmy and Mushi, where we mostly talk about random video games. We used to do mostly retro video games but then they're like you know what let's just do new stuff too like let's keep going let's do movies let's do random shit let's just throw stuff at a wall and see what sticks <laughs> right right no i i have gone back and listened to some of the the episodes you guys do and you guys are genuinely funny and entertaining i do love i do love your show um and it's cool to just uh connect with more people in this ginormous discord group so i hope to maybe come in and uh like get to know jimmy and mushi a little bit better maybe even have them on this stupid show that we do um but yeah i your guys' show is really fun and i can tell it like you guys have been friends for a while or at least it seems that way like your guys is like camaraderie and jokes and stuff lean towards kind of like what we have on, on this show where we've known each other for just freaking years and years. So I could like, be wrong. I'm just, I've known both of these guys. I knew both of them since middle school. Hell yeah. So we that's just, really fun. We just kept talking. We was like, all right, cool. Let's just keep going. Sure. Yeah, they man. might live a couple of cities away from me, but look at that's why we have Facebook. Dude. Yeah, man. Social media today, no one's no one's far away at all. So, um, 
What uh, do you, can you can you give us a little peek behind the curtain as far as some upcoming topics or episodes you guys might have? We are going to be finishing out our Mafia series with Mafia Three upcoming. Oh, nice, dude! Yeah. I remember playing the first Mafia. I haven't played two or three, but I do genuinely remember liking that game when I played it. I uh, haven't played the original Mafia. I played the definitive edition that came out a couple of years ago. That yeah. was just a nice little remake where it was like rebuilt from the ground up and just everything's all fresh and new and better graphics. Gotcha. I tried to play it recently on my PS5, but that opening scene started lagging like really slow. <laughs> like, God, Did it really? I have to break out the PS4 for this. <laughs> Shouldn't that be the other way around? PS5 is supposed to load it so much faster, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you, when you see the uh, little warning up front. Oh, hey, some of these older PS4 games or may run a little bit differently on the PS5. Right on. Right on, man. Um, I I saw in your guys' uh, catalog, too, you guys went through Stray. How was that game? Did you, did you like it? Stray was the reason I picked up PlayStation Plus Extra, and it was fun. Yeah. Dude... Everyone that I know who has played that game and that, that I ask, like, oh, man, did, did you like that game? They're like, dude, this game was so fun. Like, th- there's there's a buddy of mine that listens to this show. Tim, if you're listening, what's up, brother? Um, he was like, and he's not a regular gamer. Like, he'll tell you, he's like, dude, I'm not even, he's like, I'm a very not casual gamer. Like, he plays very, very seldomly. But he he picked up Stray and he was immediately hooked. And he's normally not someone who sits down and plays for long periods of time. And he's like, man, I was hooked on Stray. He's like, I just <laughs> love this game. It was so good. It was so good. And he kept telling me about it. I was like, man, it sounds like like it's fun. Uh, I just have too many games and too much shit happening in, in life right now. But it's it, it probably going to be in my backlog and eventually get to it at some point. So um, it sounded sounded like a fun game. So. Right on, man. Well, dude, this has been a fun chat. Thank you for coming into the lounge and joining me on my shit show. Um, <laughs> I will have a link to uh, PCGC in our show description. And uh, can't thank you enough for coming on, man. This was a great conversation. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. This was a blast. Right on, you can brother. already tell it was like an hour. Yeah, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's all good, man. All good. Well, Chase, uh, anything you want to say to the good folks at home before we sign off here, man? Nope, just have a good night and enjoy the evening. There we go. Enjoy your evenings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for checking out our show. Go check out PlayQ Gamecast, and we will catch you guys on the next episode. See ya! That's where I drop my little music drop there. Anyway, (laughs) it sounds much better in post, I promise. (laughs) Doesn't it all?